Hey everybody, welcome back to the Blue Collar Chaplain Podcast. I'm Amanda and... I'm Tyler. Chaplain Tyler Eggleston. There we go. Chaplain Tyler Eggleston. (laughs) We hope you are having a good week so far. We hope you all had a good Memorial Day weekend. Um, Hopefully you all took some time to just you know, reflect and and just give honor and stuff to all the men and women who paid the ultimate sacrifice and laid down their lives for me and you and everybody here in America and all our freedom. Mm-hmm. Well said. Thank well you. Well said. Very well said. You stole that from me. I, I was going to do it. Oh, well, I, I, didn't, I didn't know. I didn't know you were going to do that. Well, I, it just came to me, so mm-hmm. there it was. Yeah, very well said, yeah. Coming from a military background, uh, Memorial Day definitely has a special place in my heart, and it should for anyone who calls themselves an American. So, like Amanda said, I hope you guys took the time um, to realize what that day is all about. Mm-hmm. So, today's episode is definitely going to be one of our more serious ones. It probably won't be uh, near as long as most of the other ones. Uh, but today we are talking about the shooting in Texas, in Uvalde, Texas. Um, with the, I'm sure if, if, if anyone, unless you've been living under a rock, everyone knows about the shooting in the elementary school in Texas and the 21 people who died, two of those being teachers and 19 of them being students. Well, being kids. Yeah, well, yeah, that's what I mean, elementary school, yeah. Yeah, it's just sad all the way around, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and what's really sad, there's multiple things that make me sad, that make me frustrated about it. Um, Obviously, uh, that children were targeted. Mm -hmm. That that being the biggest one. Um, People who are trying to make this so political, I mean, we'll jump into all that, but I want you to to start off because you were one that really um, kind of inspired this episode and it like, it really hit you. Yeah, I mean, you know, we don't have any kids and you don't have to have kids for, for that horrific event to hurt your heart. I mean, you know, I do actually have a nephew, he'll be six next weekend and when I heard uh, the news about everything that was going on, I just cried. I mm. remember the next day I had text Tyler and I was just like, I'm so sad right now. And, you know, he asked why. And I told him, like, the stuff going on in Texas, like, it's it was so, like, shocking to me. And then I remember I called my sister and, you know, I just cried to her. And I was like, I mean, you just got to think about, you know, your child, my nephew, he's six years old. Like, it could have happened anywhere. And, you know, with with everything going on in this world, as unfortunate as it is, like, I feel like events, not, not to that extent, but events like this are going to be more common because of how far we have turned away from God. Mm-hmm. You know, like, the heart of man right now is just... It's so sinful. It's so filled with hate and and murder. There's so much love that's lost. Um, but yeah, it just really tore me up. And you know, I remember I just prayed for, for you know, the teachers, the the 
kids, the community there, and then, you know, just all around the world, for all the teachers all, all around the world, because, you know, they probably some part in their mind are wondering, is my school next? Are my students next? Are they the next targets? And no teacher, no parent, no student should ever have to go to school and have them thoughts in their mind. So it, yeah, it, it tore mm-hmm. me up. Yeah. And like one thing I'm not going to do on here is, um, give my opinion on, uh, like what I think should have been done, what, um, my opinion on the police response. I know there's a big thing about that going on. Um, because this, something like this should never be used as a, a, for a political platform. Um, you know, I have, uh, a, a very, uh, n- not a, a great opinion towards George Bush and his second running, um, after nine 11. And that is because I felt like he used essentially the blood of nine 11 to get reelected. And, um, there is already some of that going on with this, uh, elementary school shooting and, I think that that's extremely wrong and twisted. And I think political motives need to be left out of this completely. Uh, whether you're Republican or Democrat or don't vote for either one. Um, so I won't, I mean, I, I, I'm, this is, has not, I, I'm not going to comment on, we're not going to comment on anything that the news is saying about the, the, the police, uh, the timing of the police showing up. Um, what Beto did in the press conference, none of that, because I'm not interested in that. I do want to read in Genesis, um, something in Genesis to help shine some light on this situation, uh, to the, the horrible reality of it. Um, I get asked a lot, uh, by people who are maybe new to the faith Maybe they've just given their heart to the Lord. Uh, maybe they're a baby Christian. Or maybe it's, you know, uh, some of my friends who aren't Christians at all, who are atheists and things like that. And stuff like this coming up. Um, school shootings, wars, things like that. I, I often get asked the question a lot. You know, if God is so good, if God loves us so much, if Jesus died for our sins, why wouldn't he cure cancer? Why wouldn't he... Uh, stop this school shooting, things like that. I get asked these questions all the time. And, and anyone who's listening who is a Christian, I'm sure you've had that question asked to you a few times as well. So the very beginning of Genesis, Genesis, I mean, Genesis chapter 1. <laughs> it's uh, Genesis 1, verse 27. So God created human beings in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. Then God blessed them and said, Be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth and govern it. Some other translations of the Bible say, um, and have domain over it. So, and that is your key to the entire argument. When... That gets bought up, you know. Why would God allow such things to happen? God didn't. 
human beings did. And right there in Genesis 1, he established it from their one. When God said, and let them govern it. We we were right there in the very beginning of time told to govern over the earth, over God's creation. And a big a big uh debate topic is you know i i i want to do my own thing i want to i i don't want to live un, under the control of a god and i want to be able but god flat out gave us free will i mean it's all over in the bible it, free will free will free will that's why god's people walked away from him time and time and again that's why when God rescued his people from Egypt, they rebelled against him again and again and again and again because of free will, because God gave us free will. And unbelievers and people who do not believe in God, they want to believe in the whole free will thing up until this happens. Then they want to turn around and point the finger at God. God gave us free will. God told us to govern it. Told us to govern over the earth. So instead of us turning around and pointing the finger at God, you know, if God is so loving, if God is so good, why didn't he stop this school shooting? When really we should be looking at the mirror because what did we do to allow it to get to this point? Whatever, I mean, you know, you you can cry gun control. You can cry mental health. Um, I believe flat out that it was hatred and demons because only hatred fueled by the devil himself could push a poor person to kill people not even over the age of 11. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I seen this post on Facebook. It said um, <clears throat> something like when, when Cain killed Abel with the rock, God did not take up all the rocks off the earth. No, because it had nothing to do with the rock itself. It was the hatred, the jealousy, the anger in Cain's heart. So that's where the issue lies mm-hmm. in the heart, not in guns, not in rocks, not in anything of that sort. It, it comes from inside yourself, inside your heart. Yeah, absolutely. And like, speaking of gun control, I mean, no, I, I don't, um, there's aspects of gun control. I, I agree with, I mean, we are, we are gun owners. Um, I mean, full-blooded believer in the second amendment there is aspects that you could call gun control that i agree with but i'm about to prick the argument for either side republican or democrat whether you're for gun control or not and i'm about to read to you here why whether we ban all guns or not why nothing will ever change and i'll explain in a second the sin of judah is inscribed with an iron chisel, engraved with a diamond point on the stony hearts, on their stony hearts. And on the corner of their altars, even their children go to worship at their pagan altars and asher poles. Beneath every green tree and on every high hill, so I will hand over my holy mountain along with all of your wealth and treasures and your pagan shrines as plunder to your enemies. For sin runs rampant in your land. The wonderful possession I have preserved for you will slip from your hands. 
I will tell your enemies to take you as captive to a foreign land, for my anger blazes like a fire that will burn forever. This is what the Lord says. Cursed are those who put their trust in mere humans, who rely on human strength and turn their hearts away from the Lord. They are like stunned shrubs in the desert with no hope for the future. They will live in barren wilderness in an uninhabited salty land. But blessed are those who trust in the Lord. And they have made the Lord their hope and confidence. They are like trees planted along a riverbank with roots that reach deep into the water. Such trees are not bothered by the heat or worried by long months of drought. Their leaves stay green and they never stop producing fruit. The human heart is the most deceitful of all things and desperately wicked. Who really knows how bad it is? But I, the Lord, search all hearts and examine secret motives. I give all people their due rewards according to their actions deserve. Their actions deserve. So, to sum that up, if you weren't following along, the reason why I said that that pricks the hole in the balloon on Republican-Democrat debate, gun control or not, mental health or not, cursed, and this is what Jesus said, and in Jeremiah, excuse me, I didn't even say where I was reading that, sorry, Jeremiah 17, that's verse 1 through verse 10, but in verse 5 right here, he said, cursed are those who put their trust in mere humans, who rely on human strength and turn their hearts away from the Lord, and in verse 3, He said, it says here, for sin runs rampant in your land. If that doesn't sound like the state of not only America, but the world right now, we rely on humans. We elect officials and rely on them to um, give us freedom, to tell us right from wrong, to tell us what's, what's good and bad. Republicans, you put all of your faith and trust in guns. And yeah, there is a obviously a stature of respect to your government officials, to your policemen and all that, and what God has called certain policemen to do and things like that. But at the end of the day, they're human. If all your trust is being put into your governor, your president, your elected officials, the police department, right there, Jesus is flat out telling you why, why what we are going through right now, what we're going through right now, because we are... We are turning our hearts away from the Lord and we are putting our faith and our trust into, into pastors. We're putting them into government officials. If you haven't gotten the point, we are putting our faith and trust into humans. The school shootings, the riots, the hatred, the, the, the wickedness, the evilness, the raping, none of it will stop until we turn our hearts to the Lord. None of it will. Yep, absolutely. And and until we want to recognize that that the Bible, God's holy word, predicted everything going on now, from the riots to the wars to the the um, 
inflation to the uh, um, the low supply chain of food. I mean, the, the 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 God's holy word predicted all of this, and and the only way for these things to stop is until it's not going to happen until we turn our hearts to the Lord. And instead of sitting there pointing the finger at God and saying, how could you have faith in a God who couldn't stop an elementary school shooting? The blame is on us. For all the way from Genesis to Jeremiah, you see the correlation. It, it is our sin who, who caused to, to cause us to be where we are at today. And you know, every, everyone wants to get on this. You know, no one wants to come together in times like this when the nation's hurting, when families are suffering. Uh, Republicans want to blame the Democrats and Joe Biden. Um, And the Democrats want to turn around and blame Trump and all the Republican officials for not having gun control. We have a, a, a government official who goes off at at a that the first press hearing for this and it's sickening and and that's that's what we need to look at and focus on like we need to forget your donkey forget your elephant forget the republican and the democrat we need to come together and face this head on together and turn our hearts to Jesus every single one of us and If you're more, if your heart is more broken and torn up over the fact of of Democrats and Joe Biden, then your heart hurts as a Christian for for what is happening to not only that elementary school but to our nation. Then you really need to examine where your heart is at with Christ, because if at any moment you being a, a Trump supporter or you being a Republican ever outshines your love for Christ or the, or Christ's light shining through you, you really need to examine where your heart's at. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and you know, with everything going on in the world, um, now more than ever, you need to be looking at Jesus, going to Jesus, not going to the world, not going to Facebook to look at, oh, what happened next? Or get updates, not turning on the news. You need to... You need to go to Jesus. You need to be praying for the world. Um, And like he was saying, you know, we just need to unite together. We need to stand up and and be united. We need to be one nation under God. Absolutely, like for real. And not and not just not just saying that because you're a Republican and that's what Trump would do. Being one nation under God. But then, not being that ignorant American that thinks it's one nation under God. It is one world under God. Because if you don't think that Jesus doesn't love the people in Afghanistan, 
and the people in China. That's a whole nother, you know, I'm not I'm not yeah. gonna get into that. But he, he loves us all and when tragic events like this happens, he's up there weeping with us. He's heartbroken, just like all of us are. Yeah. And you know, another thing, um that should really convict a lot of people, um, if you don't already, is before you went off on Biden or before you went off on Republicans and yelled gun reform and gun control uh, or blamed God or, you know, just got pissed off at at your fellow neighbor because their views didn't line with you. How many people took the time to actually see what any of these kids' names were? And how many people took the time to actually pray for their family? How many people, you know, because, I mean, and this is really for, for, for the Christians out there listening, how many people you know, got to church the following Sunday and talked about it. How many people reached out to any church out in Texas to see what they could do? I I, I mean, yeah, obviously we need to be on our hands and knees and praying. But, I, I mean, how many people actually thought, wow, maybe I should get up and do something about this? And... So I'm going to try to read the names of the 21 victims. Some of them are going to be a little bit hard for me to pronounce. Um, So hopefully you can help me out with that a little bit. Um, I'm not going to read um, some of the last names because there's some last names that I know I cannot pronounce and I don't want to be disrespectful. McKenna. Layla. Miranda. Nevaeh. Jose. Xavier. Tess. Mm, how do you pronounce that one? Rahelio. Rahelio. Elena. Another Elena. Annabelle. Jackie. Isaiah. Jace. Maddie. Jayla. Imra. Eve. Amari. Alexandria. Alithia. Those are the 21 victims from the Uvalde, Texas shooting at the elementary school. The two oldest kids were 11. The one teacher was 48. I believe the other one was 44. And that right there needs to be the primary focus uh, before you want to go to your political agenda, before you want to be mad at guns, before you want to try to pass laws. Those people and their families should be your primary focus right now. If you want to comment on anything about it, it should be that. Just like we've read in Jeremiah, nothing, no, nothing is ever going to change until we turn our heart towards Jesus. Until we give up control 
until we turn from the wickedness of our hearts and turn to Jesus, nothing is going to change. We are going to continue to have shootings. We are going to continue to have riots and hatred and evil pouring out into this world until we turn our eyes towards Jesus. Mm -hmm. And like it or not, just like God said in Genesis, let us make man in in our own image and let them govern it. We were put in charge to govern God's creation. And this is the result of that. Which is why God sent His Holy Son in flesh form. Because God isn't a hypocrite. He doesn't break His own rules. So He gave humans the right to govern over the world. So God's holy power could have Wiped out everything like that. But he never once took away free will. So he sent his son down. Who walked blameless and guiltless and sinless. In human form. So that now he could have. Control and authority. To die on a cross for our sins. You got any more final comments babe? I don't think so. No. No. What do you want to say to anyone in Texas who's listening? Um, that you know, it's it's a tragic, tragic situation, and we're praying for you. We're praying for your community, um, and we're here. We're in Virginia, but you know, if if God puts it on our hearts to go out there and do something, you know, we're going out there to do something. I know Franklin Graham is out there. He has a great um, chaplaincy program. And, you know, another thing I want to say is don't turn your back on God. In a situation like this, he's the only one who can heal your heart. He's the only one who can comfort you. He is the only one. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, well, with that, we're going to wrap this up, um, and we're not going to share any kind of updates. That's not the focus of this particular episode, so we're just going to go ahead and pray for uh, Texas, for the community of uh, Uvalde, um, the victims and their family, and uh, we're just going to lift them up to God and just pray that his spirit would be there and he would comfort and heal that that community that's gone through a lot dear Heavenly father lord jesus we just come before you lord and we're so grateful and thankful for who you are lord and jesus we just we cry out to you lord and and lord we as hard as the road may get lord and as as tough as it may be to see you sometimes lord and as dense as the fog may be jesus I pray, Lord, that we would reach out to you and we would cling on to you, Lord, and we would grab you, we would find you, and we would hold you with all the strength we can, Lord. Jesus, I pray, Lord, for this community in Texas, Jesus. I pray, Lord, that your hand would be over it, Jesus. I pray, Lord, that your comforting blood, Lord, would pour out on this community that is hurting so bad, Jesus. I pray, Jesus 
that this would not result into anger or hatred, Jesus. But Jesus, I pray that in times of trouble, Lord, that this could bring not only a state, not only a community together, Lord, not just a nation, but a world together, Lord. Jesus, and I pray that you would take all things and make them good, Lord, that they would always point to you, Lord, our Savior, Lord. I pray, Jesus, Lord, for all of those victims, Jesus, and all of their families, Lord. I pray that your hand would be over them, Lord. I pray, Lord, that there would be people in their lives, Lord, to comfort them, Lord, to shed their your light on, on to them, Lord, to hold them, Jesus, to be that shoulder for them to cry on, Lord. And I pray, Jesus, Lord, right now, Lord, if there's anyone in Texas listening, Jesus, who is who has been just dramatically hurt by this situation, Jesus, I pray, Lord, that your comforting spirit, Lord, your holy word, Lord, would pour over them right now, Father God. I pray, Jesus, Lord, for your comfort, Lord, to be there, Jesus. Lord, I pray, Lord, that we would refrain from our anger, Jesus. I pray, Lord, that we would stop it in its tracks, Jesus. Lord, that we would not let this be another situation, Lord, that the devil uses to drive us further away from you and to tear us further apart, Lord, and to put wedges in between us, Lord, and cause us to hate our brother and sister, Lord. I pray, Lord, for your blood, Lord. I pray for your revival, Jesus. I pray for your spirit and your comfort to be over that community, to be over your people, over your children, and over this world, Lord. I pray, Jesus, that we could stop putting our faith, our trust, Lord, in humans, Lord, and return back to you, Lord. We would be all in, Lord, to serve you, Jesus, for the reason that your son came, Lord, to give his life up for us, Lord, to shed his blood for us, Lord. Jesus, we just pray all these things in your holy and precious name, Lord. The Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, Lord, we pray. Amen. Amen. And also, um, like always, if there's anything that anybody needs, prayer requests or anything, you can always email us at chaplaintyler7 at gmail.com. Message us on Facebook. Message me on LinkedIn or Amanda on Facebook. Comment, whatever. We're here, we want to pray for you guys, and we're always here to be a listening ear. See y'all next time.